Hey, I'm Jeff. And I'm Jeremy. And this is the Deathscography Podcast. Episode six. Six, six. Six, six. If, if I'm the beast. All right. Five, I was going to say if I'm five, 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 then you're six, six. We, we, we went different directions on yeah, that one. One of, us went the right, one of us went the right direction. One of us went the other way. <laughs> That's I'm just kidding. Only one of us has seen Slipknot and it's not you. That yeah, that's that's very true. <laughs> have you seen Maiden too? <laughs> no, because I, I feel wish. like you would have. But I, it's so expensive. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Every, every time that I, I've had the opportunity, I'm just like, ooh, that is not the money. That that's I a have. lot of money. Yeah, that's a that's lot a of lot money of... for me to be way the fuck far away from the stage. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> I was gonna say they're always doing like huge arena shows. Yeah. All right, well, let's get, <laughs> like I said, that, or like he said, I'm Jeremy, that's Jeff, this Hello. is Deskography Podcast. If you haven't listened to an episode before, basic premise of the show is we're going through the Death Wish Inc. record label discography, album by album, chronologically, from the first release to the last release, well, let, I guess the most recent release, I shouldn't say last release. And, and, oh, and now, uh, I think this is important. We have full legal right to do so because Death Wish, or be because <laughs> Converge retweeted. Yet they retweeted, that they responded. It's, it's legal now. <laughs> there it is, is legally there, binding. Yeah, everything they said, we're friends now. We're friends. That's just what it is. We're just friends. Uh, that was very cool. I mean, just just uh, just to say it out loud, like, it was definitely like a pearl clutch moment where I was like, yeah, it was like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah. And then they did it again. They were like, yeah. hey, you know, uh, great episode. Uh, look, yeah, look I think, forward I think to... one was Death Wish, and then one was Converge. I think. Yeah, it was, was cool. That... Um, yeah, but but yeah. So, anyways, they weren't so like, t- hey, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They weren't shut this down. Yeah, they actually did give us some more information. Give me a second. I'm going to find it real quick. Oh, no, I remember. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Converge retweeted us uh, our, you know, mention of the original uh, episode one, which is the split between Hellchild and, Hellchild and Converge. And uh, I assume it was Jacob, Jacob speaking from Converge's Twitter. He didn't, Yeah, he, he usually he, is the one there. He said but. He, they used the word I. So uh, he said that this split was supposed to come out on... Uh, the American leg of a Japanese label that folded. So uh, instead of the split not happening, uh, he took every bit of money that he had and then borrowed more money on top of that to make this happen. Um, Which I can definitely like commiserate with that idea of like, you know, being so into your band and like being like, Oh fuck. Well, damn, I guess I'm going to pay for it all. Yeah, I guess I'll do this. <laughs> right. <then. Yep. laughs> you know, like, I guess, yep. well, him and him and Trey, but yeah, they just, they, they, they got, they took all of their money, borrowed a little bit, put it out themselves. And that was the yep. kickoff. Yep. That's what started it. Like, uh, that was a really cool piece of information. It was. I'm glad it was he neat. shared with us. That definitely wasn't, um, wasn't like in anything that I read anywhere. Yeah, you know? no, same. Like I never, I never read that anywhere. So, uh, yeah. I think that was pretty cool. Um, yep. and I hope that he keeps listening and maybe gives us some more insights to share with and tickets to death wish world. But, uh, you know, that being a really cool piece of information, uh, you know, it was kind of a bump for our egos and at the same time, like I'm really excited about the, the thing that we're covering today, uh, because this is our first half release. This is release yeah, five. This is a weird five. one. 
Yeah, the, the the Death Wish discography is a little weird. It's a little hard to follow. Yeah, this is not this is not Death Wish. This is not DW006. Um, up to now, it's been DW. You know, it's been just like that. So, should we call this episode? 5.5 no 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 i think it's this is just episode six uh it's gonna get confusing from here on out but yep. it's in the descriptions it'll tell you what yeah. <laughs> release we're talking about but yeah uh we are talking about the jesus eater release I, it's actually just called jesus Eater. yeah yeah it's just called jesus eater it's, it's four, just like a self-titled four, EP. four song ep we have made it into 2002 at this we point. are here this, this is, is the first release from death wish in 2002 yeah, I um, I guess you know. So this is their. I mean, I wouldn't say it's their second year in existence, but it is their second literal year. So yeah. I think that's pretty pretty cool. It was released in like February of two thousand two, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Um, but yeah, so I think I February second actually. When I was uh looking up and I was trying to find out information why it was called like five point five and not six, mm-hmm. and some of the theories I came up with was maybe they, you know, as a young record label, they got. Uh, ahead of themselves and called something else six but that actually came out then they got this offer and they could come out beforehand you know what i mean like they, they oh like they already had a six that was like locked in as six but this was exactly coming, this was coming out earlier and they were like yeah this came but- out early because this was only out on cd uh, yeah this was not a vinyl release at all and i think like i read some stuff that like some of the reviews for this ep talk about the upcoming full length that they were going to release. Oh, absolutely. They, yeah, they, so they do release later this year uh, yeah, in 2002. So, it, so. I, you know, I just, I just wonder if that's what it has to do with. Also, maybe the fact that it wasn't a full vinyl release. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe that's why they gave it the 0.5. But it's just a weird yeah, designation. And it's not the last time we'll see that. That yeah. that definitely appears throughout the discography. Right. Uh, so I don't know. It's pretty cool. I mean, because occasionally you'll see like a, a Death Wish 009V. And that mm. usually just means it's the vinyl release of gotcha. that record. But like, I don't know. I think it's pretty cool, though. I found a thing and uh, we can cut this out if we, you know, if I'm going way off the rails here. Uh, I found a thing actually recently on Wikipedia where it was like it was like sub um discographies of death wish like live discographies and um something else but they were like separate numberings and i was like i was like wait a minute oh shit oh no (laughs) so we might you need to look at it because we might have more than we thought (laughs) well i know because we are already kind of planning on incorporating in uh uh potentially like secret voice releases and malfunction releases, which were mm-hmm. labels that got folded into or were imprints of death wish. Right. Oh no. Maybe yeah. <laughs> this was a mistake. We're going to have way too many episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, so the big thing about this band, uh, the, the, the kind of the selling point, I guess, uh, as far as a PR wise was the vocalist, his name is Sean Brown. Yeah. Um, Jeff, I'm not sure if you've ever, uh, heard of him before, but you definitely have heard his other band, uh, Dag Nasty. Yeah. I'm familiar with Dag Nasty. I'm not familiar with Swizz. Uh, Swizz was a, I mean, it was just another project of his. And you then, know, I mean, they, like they had another, in some of the, in some of the review blurbs, there was like, the dude from Swizz, Dag Nasty, and and this other band that I had never heard of, and I was like, hey, I, yeah, maybe, I was that, say, maybe I, that one didn't didn't make didn't, it, didn't do so well. No. It's kind of like when they're taught when they're like, yeah, the lead vocalist of Jesus Eater, who's Jesus Eater? Yeah, yeah that's well, we're talking about the, that's him today. The, that's the selling point. <laughs> um, to, I, so last year, uh, 
I almost got the chance to see. We almost got the chance to see Dag Nasty. They were uh, oh, yeah. scheduled to play the fest last year. Hey, how far into this episode are we? <laughs> we're like eight minutes. Talking about Here's the, the fest. fest. We're back to the fest. Go yeah. ahead and plug it. Hashtag <laughs> at Iron Raygon. Hashtag yep. at the, or no, at Iron Raygon at the fest. Hashtag Hope Con or else you motherfuckers. Please don't not let us come if you get them to play or else we would like to come, please. Also, please. Thank please. you. So, yeah, but yeah, Dag Nasty <laughs> was supposed to play last year. Yeah. Um, they ended up dropping. I'm not exactly sure why. I was really bummed. I've never seen them before. Yeah. Um, and, you know, uh, but th they did replace them with uh, like Kill Your Idols, which is another mm -hmm. really cool band. And th that was really fun. Um, but I, I was really bummed out to not see Dag Nasty. But now I'm just I think jesus eater is probably my favorite of this guy's band sean uh, sean brown i really really enjoyed this ep yeah it's good it's very good i think that it is um a real step forward in the diversification of death wishes sound and bands oh absolutely um because this is like uh it's like it's it's like up-tempo stoner rock riffs uh, played by hardcore guys. Yeah, and, and and honestly, that's a quote you see in a lot of like, or not a like exact quote, but that's a a blurb you see in a lot of the reviews. Yes, is it, this this is hardcore kids playing stoner rock mm -hmm. and just upping the tempo. Yep, you know this, and, and that's that's what it is, man. The guitars are like massively overdriven, yeah, super overdriven, uh, and you can tell that the amps are just like they're 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 on eleven. You right, know what I mean? Right. Like they're they're pushing super hard. They're taking that hardcore aesthetic. And that stoner rock aesthetic and blending them together. Uh, mm -hmm. And I fucking love it. Yeah. Uh, uh, like a, a band for me that when I was like, oh, this is like a forerunner of uh, like, I, I was like early on in the EP, I was like, man, this makes me think of like, if a band like Drug Church was a band then. Oh, yeah. You right. Know, it probably would have sounded something like this. Yeah, because it's just like that that uh, that genre blurring mm -hmm. sort of thing, but it's still rooted in hardcore. Yep. Uh, still rooted in punk and so you know the live shows were still nuts just nuts exactly yeah. it's like the the dude singing this probably has uh throat tattoos <laughs> yeah exactly <It's laughs> I, mean, like, I don't know if that's true or not. That's I, the, I mean he might yeah, I, i'm he, not sure he's definitely bald at least at this point in his life you mean 20 uh, years later yeah i don't know about about, about now but no he's bald back then because and the reason i know that i have to bring this up because this is just there's a music video for one of these songs. Okay. Uh, I did not and know it, that. It, I didn't know it either. And it, it was it was really hard to find, but I found it. And it wasn't the full video. It was only, it cut off, uh, I don't know, maybe a minute uh, before the actual end of the song. But it's Damn. for the last... Sean doesn't have neck tattoos. I'm a bad <gasps> person. You are a bad... You just... Uh. But so the music video is for the last song on the record, which is called Your Airstream Future. Mm -hmm. And my first note is just what is happening <laughs> like okay, okay. i was watching it and just in almost just dumbfounded it was so it was like the first five minutes of the video it's like an eight minute long video oh. the first the first five minutes of the video just focuses on these groups these three like three separate groups of people basically finding the cd listening to essentially just the opening kind of like and then just throwing it away yeah <laughs> like fair three like complete distinct groups of people doing that and then eventually they must have been the street teams yeah uh, yeah exactly <laughs> they they threw away the cd wound up in your in the woods behind your house mm -hmm. 
And this the the last group to find it was this group of uh, women uh, who end up putting it on and having a half naked pillow fight All right. to the beginning. And it's I was just like, <laughs> it's hot. I didn't, Is that what you're trying to say? That's not that's no. not what I was going. Okay. But like, it okay. just it just. It was so confusing. I was like, is this the actual music Did video? Did somebody because make I, this up? <laughs> exactly. Like, that's how weird it was. Yeah. And then it transitions to, quote, a week later, and it's a live video. You know, they're playing on yeah. stage, and there's a big crowd. But, it like, 90% of the crowd is just tattooed girls. All right. And, and there's, like, one dude, and he, like, gets hit on the head with a bottle by one of the girls. And it's, it's like, this whole... It is very weird. It is a very cool. weird video. <laughs> And then it ends before the song is done. But again, I think that might be because I found like a bootleg of it. <laughs> it was a very strange music video. You got to watch it. Yeah. Uh, I'll put a link uh, in the description. We should, for you it. should tweet at Deathwish and be like, is this the, the real video? For yeah, this? honestly, I might do have it, to. Do because, it. But like, you know, the, the the live portion definitely made it feel legit. I did right. not think it was until right. that point. But what a fucking weird music video. I'm I, I I don't know. It's a great song. I think it's probably my favorite song on the record, but just a weird video. Yeah. So the the first track is Long Bail and I I feel like it kind of gives you what this record's going to be from the start. Oh, 100%. You're like, "All right, here we go. No like frilly, no nothing. It's just like, "Hey, this is a rock and roll record. Yeah, it sets the mood. Yeah, it really sets the mood. It, it, it's like we're going to it's going to be not fast, but definitely like upper mid tempo. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not going to really go slow. It's going to just keep kind of driving forward. Yes. And I really love a strong intro song. I mean, the the last record we talked about, uh, final uh, the, by the band Damage, right. had, had their intro song Damtro. And it really does. It <laughs> right. sets the mood yes. for the record. It's important. Uh, I, I think it's very important, especially um, with with a band like this, which would, I think this was maybe their first release. It was, you know, I believe. So, it, you know, it um, it really sets the mood and it, and it does it in a really fun way. Uh, there's that guitar lead towards the end of the song that's, you know, so so you know that this is just not a hardcore record, it's right. not a punk record. I, I don't know. Right. I really like it. I really like the what it does. Mm hmm. Um, and honestly, speak. I mean, just the last song on the record, like we were just talking about, your airstream future. Like, I like I said, I think it's it's the strongest song. It really it really rounds out the release. Uh, it's very catchy. I've right. been I've been uh, uh, singing it to myself a whole bunch. Uh, and this song was actually on that um, Fighting Music One compilation, yep. which is when I first heard it, I was just really blown away because yeah, it was so different standout. than anything else. Yeah, it was definitely a standout track, and it made me very excited to get to this record right. and honestly the record did not disappoint yeah it's good um you know we were talking about earlier it's only it was only available on cd uh they has never been pressed on vinyl and <sighs> i really wish it was a seven inch i would definitely have bought a copy already yeah um the cds are really hard to find and i i don't really want a cd and right. i don't really like cds anyways um speaking of which let's it, check in has your has your <laughs> has your compact disc copy of fighting music volume one shown up yet it has not but i oh. did get an update <laughs> you know quarantine we're still in quarantine here it's uh the end of april when we're recording this and uh basically i did get an update it is in jacksonville nice uh, it took um 
20 days damn roughly to get from i i found out it was coming from seattle i i, oh. I was mistaken there was another release coming from jersey gotcha. it's coming from seattle but it took basically 20 days Wild. to get to jacksonville uh maybe it'll show up today yeah. i don't know <laughs> like all my uh i do a lot of shipping for band merch and also for like buttons and stuff and uh you know i use a lot of the flat rate usps stuff and it's like probably they're in two guaranteed in three normal right but like now everything i ship it's like six to seven day like even, even flat rate stuff and i was like oh crazy that's wild. i mean it's just you know and not to get too 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 topical but like you know right now the usps is really struggling there's a lot of overload on the system mm -hmm. because a lot of people are sick or not not working yep and fucking our fuck face president oh it's <laughs> so controversial uh is is threatening to cut is to you know, not fund them anymore. Yep. And they, they could be sh potentially shutting down by the end of the year. Yep. That's a big deal, especially, I mean, I'll tie this back into death wish. You know, a lot of what death wish does is online sales with, with, mm -hmm. you know, and you, you buy the record, it ships to you. They don't, they're in, a, they're in a lot of indie record stores, but they're not in every indie record right. store. You know what I mean? And so like, if all of a sudden the price of your package goes up from, you know, the media mail cost of $5 to where to $15 that FedEx would charge. Yeah. I can imagine it's going to seriously hurt a lot of business. Yeah, I mean, it affects us. I mean, that we ship our our band ships all merch orders through the USPS flat, oh, absolutely. flat rate. And if that shit closes, the fuck, it's going to double. Like the, the yeah, shipping is just, going to at least double. It's too and, much. And people are going to stop buying shit online. Like they're just, Absolutely. So, you yeah. know, fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. All right, let's get back. Let's get back on track. Um, okay, so... Yeah, I looked when I was doing some research about this record. I I always look up where it was recorded, who recorded yeah, it. I'm yeah. always very interested in that stuff. Uh, and this one, we get a big, big name attached to this. We get Brian McTurnan. They recorded with him at his studio called Salad Days. Dang. Which, yeah, it. I mean, so many huge. These guys are amazing. from. These guys are from DC, right? This band is based out of DC. Is that correct? Yes, this band is based there, out of DC. There you go. Okay. Yeah, and like so, but like everyone is recorded with fucking Brian at, at Salad Days. You have you have like Bane, Caven, Converged. A lot of their early stuff was recorded there. But then you also have like Hot Water Music, Circus Survive, Piebald, Thrice. Like mm -hmm. so many bands have recorded there, and you know, and all that's why this record just sounds so good. Uh, I mean, the dude knows what he's fucking doing. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, like I said, this is kind of the first time that we've gotten a really big name attached to production, and I'm really, really glad we did because this fucking record is phenomenal and i really hope I, I listened to a little bit of the their lp because spotify does that thing where it it plays like a radio based on the artist after yeah, your record yeah, is yeah. finished i was trying not to because i really am trying not to listen to anything too far in the future that we're going to discuss because i wanted to be fresh when we get there but i know that record sounds really good too so it's probably recorded by the same guy um yeah that, that, that cat brian mcturnan uh he was voted <laughs> The Daily Record voted him as one of the 50 most influential people in Maryland. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, so Salad Days has moved around a lot. Mm -hmm. The studio has moved like you'll see it. It's credited as Salad Days 2, Salad Days 3. It's yeah, kind of yeah, moved yeah. around a bunch. So that makes sense. Um, but yeah, uh, other qualities about this record that I really enjoy besides the music. I think the artwork is fucking cool as shit. It is cool. And it's very different than anything else we've seen thus far. Yeah, it's 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 very um, not a digital creation. It feels really 90s -y to me, like 90s cartoony, like um, 
Uh, it may, I know the, 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 it's not exactly the same, but it makes me feel like the cover of Marcy Playgrounds record. Um, I like, will have to look that up because I could, hold on, I'm going to do it. Yeah. yeah you I'll keep talking. Up. Like just cartoony, but like, like cartoony in like an animated, like, oh, okay. Kind of. Um, That's cool. That didn't make any sense. The thing I just said, I said cartoony, like in, in an animated world. You know, those. <laughs> What the fuck is that? What the fuck does that? Uh, it doesn't mean anything. Uh, but yeah, Marcy's Playground style of like, you know, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, it's not surrealist, but it's like, not just like a comic book look either. Right. It's, it's, yeah, it's like, um, it, kind of a neo-traditional tattoo style, mm -hmm. but like not anything that you would have you would see in a, like a flash sheet or anything like that it's, it's very different yeah it's like uh, it's I, like dingy cartoon yeah like i think which, it's cool which is uh, um, which is a art uh school that i have just created the din the din <laughs> it's from the dingy cartoon school of art oh of course yeah i know exactly yes, what you're talking you know, about early dingy cartoon uh yes uh, this uh, it was either so it was credited to two people. It was like artwork done by Brady Duncan and Matt Rinks. Um, mm -hmm. And I was thinking maybe like one did the logo and one did the actual artwork. Right. I don't know who which one did the actual full artwork. Um, and I, I was trying to look them up and they both kind of do a bunch of shit. So I'm not sure who did the album artwork, but whoever did it, it looks really cool. Have you seen the, uh, the back of the out of the CD? No, I did um, not. So I noticed on there, this is something that uh, I saw, the Death Wish logo at the bottom is not a Death Wish logo that I am familiar with. Oh, is uh, it not that like kind of a uh, black letter font? It, 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 like it, old goth? it is that word. It's the word Death Wish. But then there is like, it's hard to tell because it's like a picture of a CD oh, sure. uh, from the 2000s. But it's like, it looks kind of like a uh, a lady with a Day of the Dead makeup. I don't know, like... I, that's I, it's, wild it's very let me see if i can find it um but yeah it was interesting because i was like dang i didn't even think about like how death wishes logo might have uh evolved over the past oh, absolutely yeah I, I, haven't, I haven't really thought about that either i'm trying to find a picture of the cd right now um but yeah i mean you know i run a little label myself and right. uh it's definitely evolved a bunch so it's mm -hmm. oh i sorry i can see it now and i'm trying yeah, to yeah you see what i'm saying that's very weird. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a um half. It, what's the? I'm trying to think of the term. It's a, it's a lady with like a half skull with a rose. Yeah. Uh, on her face. Uh, the Death Wish looks similar. Similar, but then having the 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 yep. woman there is yep. very different. I've definitely never seen that before. Yeah, me. Either. That's very cool. I might have to reach out to our good close friend Jacob Bannon of Converge uh, <laughs> and ask him about the logo because yeah. I'm very interested. Yeah, it's, now. it's super interesting. Like I was like, "What is that?" Because at first, you know, like like I said, like it's really pixely because it's a fucking picture from 2002, and I was like, "I thought what did another label help put this out?" And then I looked close, and I was like, "Oh no, that's a Death Wish logo. Interesting." Yeah, it but, is very um, interesting. But anyway, like, uh, I think that I found this quote from uh, good old Lamb Goat. Uh, oh, good. From uh, Jay Hawkins from Lamb Goat in uh, 2002. Said, uh, he said it really well, and I just want to read it to you. He said, Jesus Eater kicks, plain and simple. No melodic mosh metal or chaos core here. 
Just a dozen minutes of engulfing rock that sounds like hardcore kids playing stoner rock and upping the tempo. Perfect music for lifting weights, warming up your Camaro, growing a ratty mustache, or moving into your mom's basement. <laughs> Which uh, I think that he, you know, that's a very like um, intelligent point about Death Wish at this point, because what we've heard thus far is mosh metal and, uh, you know, mosh hardcore and chaos core. Like, right, that's, absolutely. that's what we've gotten thus far. And, it, it, you know, it was cool that, you, you know, every even then he was like, this is a step uh, away from what they've been doing. You know, yeah, this is very different. And it's definitely a sign of things to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we talked a hundred times before They're One of our favorite things about the label is that they don't stick to a particular sound. Right. Um, even when like in cases like uh, late way down the future, they sign uh, uh, Death Heaven and put out that Sunbather record, which was hugely successful and they could have just been like okay well we're gonna stick to this sound and make a ton of money right but they didn't put really put anything else out that sounds like that they, right. they just they they like what they like they put one you know a couple things out and yep uh but yeah well that about wraps up the record it's a pretty short record yeah, so yeah. i mean i mean we'll probably we'll, we'll talk we'll talk more about them uh on the lp when it comes down in the next couple episodes but yeah so I was going to bring this up uh, now, but we already talked about it, how Jacob uh, he, he replied to us. And I, that was a really cool thing. Yeah. We also did get another little piece of uh, Pice. Uh, a piece of reader feedback oh, or yeah? listener feedback. Uh, and this is uh, Jeff. I know you you don't know this because I, I just uh, a good friend of ours named Jesse Brady uh, wrote in. Oh, no. Uh, we released uh, episode three as feed. of this recording. Got the feed. <laughs> and he released he uh, listened to it and wanted to give his thoughts uh first off he wanted to say that we were very stupid for <laughs> not liking the band dead serious <laughs> <laughs> Fair he enough. said they were the best band by uh, by far and how he is baffled how neither of us really liked it and then he he, he put it he put it into some thoughts basically he feels like the band Dead Serious, it was five years too early to kick off both the skate punk slash hardcore sound, a.k.a. Kids Like Us, Down to Nothing, Vitamin X, right. and the West Coast hardcore sound, which is like early riding out in the Warriors. They, they were five years too early on both of those. He says it's fast and thrashy, but not ride the lightning core thrashy. With more modern production, they would have been huge in 2007. Mm, that's fair. He's like, uh, that's very fair. You I know, mean, if, if you want to be wrong... Then yeah, <laughs> sure, Jesse I, I, Brady. I trust Jesse, the great friend, and I trust mm. his music opinion. I'm gonna go back and <laughs> listen to it. Friend is uh, a strong word. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's a great person. I know. Yeah, he's, he's a great a person. Nice well, he, guy. He, nice, just a great nice guy. Uh, but <laughs> honestly, I'm gonna try and go back and maybe find some more of that band. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll give because him a I really do. I I do enjoy uh, Down to Nothing. We won't and give him a listen. Spoiler. I'm lying. Spoiler. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we got that little piece of uh, listener feedback. Oh, and honestly, I, I, it was really also, fun for me. I also did some research uh, in, out in the world and I forgot about it. Uh, so we're going to put it in right now. Uh, Let's do it. I, on the uh, social media, put out the idea that I would like people to give me their first one word impression of a band name, Jesus Eater. Oh, good. I, this is fun. Okay. <laughs> uh, some of these are 
dumb. Some of them are uh, funny. Some of them are interesting. So we'll go through it. Brad Lightfoot said, banging. Uh, <laughs> Nicholas Pintabana said, koozie. Okay. So I don't really, I don't know what that means. Uh, That's fine. Jed Bookout said, marijuana. Okay, uh, yeah. Greg Long said, grind. Sarah B. Warrender fucking wins. Because she said, communion? <laughs> Technically, yes. Yes. So uh, she, Drew, she Drew, gets the grand prize. Yeah. Drew Clement um, said, uh, re zombie. Nathan Ferkley said, yup. Travis Padgett said, god damn. Uh, Michael Colby said, liars. I don't know if he's trying to call out Jesus Eater. Maybe he has some oh, beef with them. There's some beef. Michael um, Colby versus Jesus Eater. Uh, you heard it here first. Samuel St. Samuel said, CrossFit. And Buzz Tippett said, "Tasty." Uh, I mean, so to be communion, I think is the winner. Oh, there. definitely. Uh, I mean, I think we discussed it on that compilation where it was like I never had heard of the band, and with a name like Jesus Eater, it 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 could have mm-hmm. very easily gone a couple ways. Yeah. And honestly, it did went a way I never expected. Yeah, so. I wouldn't expect this band to be called Jesus Eater. Oh, absolutely not. And I think that's a really cool thing. Yep. Um. So this week. A bunch of new music came out that I've been listening to. Uh, if we get down into there. Uh, some good friends of mine named Stress Fractures put out a new oh, EP. Oh, it's so good. It's very good. It's super catchy. Um, I think What's they, it called? <laughs> it's called Short Films. Yeah, Short Films. And you, yeah, you can find it on Bandcamp and Spotify and all that stuff. Uh, I think there's tapes for sale through their label, Acrobat Unstable. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, they had these songs they were writing an lp and they were they had these songs that like didn't quite fit uh tonally lyrically like the the lyrics didn't quite fit with the rest of the record so they put them to the side and they were not going to do anything with them and then one of the members was like no we got to let's just record an ep with just these three songs so in this quarantine they did that that's Here exactly what they did quarantine <laughs> essentially, they essentially just did it themselves uh-huh please we need background music so this is perfect yeah they did it themselves had a had a guy mix it up and boom it's a, one of my favorite eps of the year so far i'm really it's happy about re- that it's really good um another i got two more uh the the uh, screamo band infant island put out a phenomenal new record uh i don't know it's just if you're into that new kind of new wave screamo sound, you should definitely check it out. I'm not sure how to pronounce the record. It's Sepulcher. I want to say it's called Sepulcher. It's really good. It's phenomenal. And then lastly, Se- uh, um, Sepulcher. Sepulcher. It could be Sepulcher. Yeah. Uh, Jeff, I know you know this band 100%. We saw them last year at Fest. That's right. Second Fest reference in the episode. Yeah. I'm talking about Graf Orlock. Oh, um, dude. It's so. Love them so much. They put out sick. a new two song flexi through decibel magazines yeah. uh, flexi series you can it's in the magazine right like is it like a pull out of the magazine is that correct yeah yeah you order you order the issue or if you had the subscription it's like you actually which is where co- which is where flexis came from originally they were they were yes. fucking perforated discs in magazines like hit parade and shit it's uh, very cool it's really um, cool uh, I know I know Decibel does it. Also, New Noise Magazine does it. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple of theirs. I think I actually have a, a Wear Your Wounds Flexi, which is an, a band that Jacob Bannon's in now. Yeah, yeah. Um, But this, it's so good. It's real good. <laughs> I love them so much. I love this band so much. We got to see them last year at Fest. Me, well, I was bus for the first yep. time. They never come Fantas- to the East Coast. They're from yeah, California. Yeah, well, 
gonna say <laughs> it was it was fantastic and i'm really really happy that they're putting out new music mm-hmm. i'm hoping maybe this means maybe a new lp maybe yeah. a new ep i don't know yeah, i feel it's like really... well i feel like vitriol records which is uh the dude from graph warlock the label that they normally put their shit out on has been kind of ramping up it's like online presence like there's more oh, sure. there's more like uh you know like commotion and movement over there like it's not just kind right, of dormant so Right, they're they're not just laying dormant selling stuff. They're actually like talking, doing things. Yeah, but it's cool. It's a great great record. It you guys great. should check it out. It's on uh, it's on Bandcamp. It's on or not Bandcamp. It's on Spotify. It might be on Bandcamp. I don't know. Um, but it's also you can find it through Decibel. I ordered the magazine because I fucking it's got a, a cool like X ray uh design on the flexi disc. Yep. It's fucking. Uh, sick. It's cool. All right. Well, that basically wraps up this episode um, or i can next- tell you what i've been listening to oh i'm sorry jeff let me <laughs> rude sorry. please jeff what have you been listening to i've been listening to enema of the state by blink 182 sticks and stones by newfound glory some sr71 some sugar cult Americana by The Offspring, Nimrod by Green Day. Just a pop punk rabbit hole. And The Marriage of Heaven and Hell by A Plea for Purging. Yeah, just a pop punk, (laughs) classic pop punk record. Marriage of Heaven and Hell by A Plea for Purging. You know, that classic pop punk band, A Plea for Purging. Yeah, fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, just a bunch of old crap. I haven't listened to anything new. Um, No, that's cool. I mean, like... that. Sometimes you go down a rabbit hole. Yeah, the other day I was with my roommate and we went down a uh, kind of... Metalcore rabbit hole as well. Plea for purging came mm. up, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I completely understand. Well, you guys uh, should. I have to give this shout out though. You should, if you haven't listened to it, you should check out on Spotify. Tommy's tuition money. Uh, it is several tracks. Check it out. Play it. Play it while you're sleeping. Uh, you'll. Think what is it? It's fan sounds. <laughs> Great for for. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, <laughs> all our of good the, friend, all of them are the same. <laughs> our good just... friend Tommy from No Time needs some help getting some. Uh, that's it. Uh, the whole that's record. Good. <laughs> he needs some help getting some tuition money together, and he put out that 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 uh <laughs> that record. Yep. So go <laughs> stream right. it. Stream it while you're sleeping. Um, you can find us. What are we doing next it, week? What are we? What's the next? Oh one? yeah, what sorry, I got all confused when I was trying to skip what you were listening to. Yeah, when you were uh, being next week rude. is another band that I've never heard of, and I'm actually very excited about this. Uh, this actually is a band called Reach the Sky, mm. uh, and it is their EP, Open Roads and Broken Dreams, and that is the official Deathwish 006 like, release. It's called Reach the Sky. The band is called Reach the Sky. Not Reach for the Sky. Nope. Reach the sky. Like they've made it to the sky. They're reaching the sky. Reach yes. the sky. Yes, exactly. You make it to uh, the guy. That'll be next episode. Oh, we are now officially on uh, Spotify. Oh, yeah. We are on Stitcher. We're on a bunch of stuff. Um, we got approved for <laughs> Google and Apple, but it still hasn't shown up. Yeah. Um, but it will. It will eventually. It's a good sign for everything. So we're slowly making our way out into the world. Making um, our way so by, out into the world. By the time you hear this we might be up there uh because as of episode three we are now on spotify and as um, and and is- as of this past episode that just released we are trying to do a 
release schedule of every Friday and every Monday. So yeah, exactly. You got a so, short, you got a short wait between, and then a long wait. A short wait, long. Yeah, wait. you know, something to get you through the week, something to get you through the weekend. Yeah, uh, it'll be, and we'll do that for the foreseeable future while we are able to uh, record as often as we are. Right. Um. Okay. Well, you can find us on all of the social medias. You can find us on Instagram at Deskography Pod. You can find us on Facebook at Deskography Pod. You can email us at deskographypod at gmail.com. Please email us right in. Uh, give us some feedback. Oh, you can find us on Twitter at Deskography. Or you can go to our website, deskographypod.com. You, uh, you can find us at myfriendster.com slash deskographypod. <laughs> yes, exactly. You can find us on LinkedIn. Plenty of Deskography Pod uh farmers only farmers you know, only christian classic, exactly uh <laughs> uh yeah so and you can find me personally on instagram and twitter at iron Raygun, and uh, you can find you can find me jeff. on instagram at uh despite jeff and on twitter at car bomb sermon but if it's important tweet it at jeremy yeah you know and i'll i'll get it to jeff if if it needs to well thank you for listening and this has been the deskography podcast